All right, let's uh, let's talk about the student loan crisis. We know it's a problem. It's getting a lot of attention nationwide. And you know what? Somebody who's got a lot of insight is Dr. Scholz. He's an assistant professor of educational leadership and policy studies at the University of Missouri, St. Louis. He's also with the Show Me Institute. Well, uh, Dr. Scholz, I want to ask you about this bailout that a lot of presidential candidates are discussing and proposing, basically wiping out all of the student loan debt. Why is that such a bad idea for the business of higher education? Well, it's a bad idea because it's simply just bad policy. It, it's not just bad for higher education. I think it's just bad all around. I mean, if, if we have a problem in higher education, which most people agree that we do have, uh, just forgiving loans doesn't fix any of that. It, it doesn't address the, the issue of cost. It doesn't address the issue of individuals taking out too much student loans. Uh, it simply incentivizes bad behavior, in my opinion, uh, your listeners would do uh, do good to after they're done listening to your show, stick around and listen to a little bit of Dave Ramsey yeah. and learn about some personal finance. Uh, the problem, part of the problem, I mean, there's a multifaceted problem here, but a lot of this has to do with personal responsibility. Individuals shouldn't be taking out so much student loan debt, and by simply forgiving it, we incentivize more bad behavior. When you look at the rising cost of tuition here, uh, Dr. Scholz, and obviously you're somebody who's an assistant professor, so you know the inner workings of higher education, uh, and the way that the rate of tuition has blown way past the rate of inflation growth, what do you attribute that to? Is it is it truly mostly uh, bureaucratic jobs and administrative level jobs that are sending these tuitions through the roof? Part of it is. Part of it is for sure. I mean, there's been plenty of studies that have looked at administrative bloat in higher education. And so we see that the administrators, uh, the non-teaching staff, those jobs are growing at much faster rates. So, so part of that is that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I think part of it we attribute again to student loans. The fact that the government gives out these student loans to, to students uh, very easily. And, and they give out a lot of money. To dumb kids, you may not believe this, Pete, but I used to be a dumb kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was a first-generation college student. My parents didn't go to college. They, they didn't know anything about this process. And so I get my dad's FAFSA information, or his tax information. I fill out the FAFSA, the financial aid forms. And, uh, and then when they offered me money, they offered me more than I needed to pay for tuition. You know, I, I, and so, of course... Dumb James at uh, 18, 19, 20 years old said, yes, give me all of that money, and I used it to buy a new car. Mm. Right? And so, so now we're talking about maybe down the road, forgiving those loans of people who have made really bad decisions. So, so that's part of it is the higher education loan uh, industry giving out all of these loans and making college seem affordable when it's not affordable to some individuals, especially in the types of institutions and the majors they're choosing. So that's part of it. There are lots of things going on here. Uh, I think that... Uh, let let uh, me jump in uh, here, Dr. Yeah, Souls. I yeah, want to yeah. ask you, um, obviously you're an assistant professor at the University of Missouri-St. Louis. You're also with the Show Me Institute, a Missouri-based think tank. And just so people know, I mean, you wrote about this, and the numbers in Missouri are pretty bad. 58% of 2017 college graduates had debt when they graduated. The average amount owed was $27,000. Um, when you look at how to solve the problem... Get the government, if you get the government out of lending out the money, 
Would that then force the colleges to have more skin in the game and do these loans on their own? Would you privatize these loans? I know that used to be the case. Is that the answer? What is the way to fix this? Well, one thing we've written about before the show me suit is income share agreements is a, would be a great way to do this, where it's an agreement between an institution and the graduate that says that you'll agree to pay a, a percentage or a portion of your income for a set period of time. Uh, and so it's really in the, the university's interest to help you get a good job. I mean, the, the real travesty here isn't just people graduating with good degrees and some debt. You know, you come out of college with uh, a, a job and uh, a good degree and you're making a great income, you have some debt, that's not a problem. The problem is really when we have people taking out massive student loans and then dropping out, not even getting the degree, that's the real travesty. So an income share agreement would actually really put the universities with more skin in the game to make sure we're getting these students across the line, we're supporting them, and, uh, and then it would be a more sustainable way to fund universities uh, without doing it on the backs of tremendous student debt that isn't bankruptable. Or what about people that are taking out the loans there, doctor, and, and then are getting a degree in something that won't pay them more than, you know, whatever the number is, 20-something thousand dollars a year, and when you're sitting there with six figures in debt on 20-something grand a year, I mean, that's fine if that's your passion, but when you have loans to pay back, it's difficult to do. This is, this is part of, a huge part of the problem, is, is our cultural message that says to everyone, go to college, go to college. I was with my wife shopping yesterday, and I was sitting outside the dressing room while she's trying something on, and I heard these uh, young girls talking about going to college. And one of them saying, oh, you know, I'm just a creative writer, and so I think I'm going to go to this university because I'm really interested in creative writing. And I'm, I'm wanting to shout to her, no, <laughs> yeah. if you want to be a creative writer, start writing. Yeah. Start writing and trying to get things published. The university, you don't need a degree in English to, to, or, or any other major to become a creative writer. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to become a journalist, it, it helps to get into the field by having a journalism degree. Or if you want to become an engineer, it helps to have an engineering degree. But there's some fields we're encouraging people to, to go into and get degrees in where there are, there are no jobs in these areas. There's, yeah. a, there's a, a, a play called Avenue Q. I don't, uh, there's a song in this uh, play called what do you do with a BA in English? <laughs> yeah. There's just no jobs for having a BA in English. Um, doctor, last thing for you. University of Texas announced yesterday um, in state students who get into University of Texas and have family incomes under 65 grand a year will be going for free. They're going to use a $160 million endowment. I'm fine with this. To me, that's a college putting skin in the game. Now, granted, Texas is a massive state university with a huge endowment to work off of. Is that a realistic approach for schools, or is that kind of unique to a school of that magnitude? Well, I think it's, and lots of schools have huge endowments, and I think finding more scholarship dollars to pay for students is great. I don't want to see government programs doing this. Just the student loans have increased uh, the, the tuition. I think that you, when you have government just promising free college, it makes matters worse. But we, we already have some programs here in the state for, for A-plus programs for students to go to junior college in Missouri. And uh, that's a program that's been around for a while that has been somewhat successful in getting students to go to junior colleges. The, the things that we need to do, in my opinion, are, number one, increase personal responsibility, mm-hmm. encourage students to make wise decisions about college loan debt and about the, their majors and the university they go to. Don't go to the expensive university. Uh, that's, the, that's the number one thing that we need to do. 
And number two, we need some reforms at the university level. Like I said, talking about income share agreements, talking about competency-based uh, 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 credits for students, yeah. and all these sorts of things that we can do rather than just giving away student, lo uh, student loan debt or uh, paying for college. There are lots of other reforms that we could put in place. Well, really interesting conversation. Dr. Scholl's an assistant professor at uh, University of Missouri-St. Louis, also with the Shilmi Institute. Doctor, thank you so much for a few minutes. Great to talk to you. Hey, thank you so much. All right.